Chapter 11 of Clinical Medicine for Nurses by Paul H. Ringer, A.B., M.D. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Reading by Matt Perard. Chapter 11 Uremia Uremia is not a disease in itself, but a condition that occurs both alone and as a complication of many diseases. Thus, we often say that such and such a patient is doing badly. He is becoming uremic, meaning thereby that the condition recognized as uremia is setting in. The cause of uremia remains as yet unknown. There are many theories advanced, but none has hitherto met all requirements. It is definitely known that uremia is of toxic origin and arises from failure on the part of the body to properly eliminate its waste products. It has been claimed by some that uremic patients are those whose urine has lost its toxicity. Urine should be toxic because of the waste products it contains. When it loses its toxicity, the waste products are not excreted, and hence are stored up in the body. Acute Uremia A typical attack of acute uremia may appear without any previous signs of illness, or else the condition may appear as the terminal factor in many diseases, especially chronic interstitial nephritis. There may be some headache and dizziness, though these are often slight. The most striking feature of an attack of acute uremia is the convulsion. It is both tonic and clonic in character, the patient being alternately rigid and throwing himself about, and often frothing at the mouth. The pupils are usually dilated and active. There is usually a variable period of unconsciousness following the convulsion, which resembles in many ways an epileptic fit. During the attack of acute uremia, there is usually complete or partial suppression of urine, and during the entire duration of uremia, whether acute or chronic, the amount of waste products excreted by the kidneys is below par, even though the total amount of urine may be well up to normal. After the convulsive seizure, blindness may occur, which may persist for several days. At times, coma may develop without any convulsion occurring. Nausea and vomiting may be prominent symptoms. Chronic uremia. By chronic uremia is meant that group of symptoms which denote insufficient elimination. These symptoms may persist for a long or short time, may clear up entirely under treatment, or at any moment the patient may be thrown into an attack of acute uremia. Chronic uremia hardly ever appears as the first sign of ill health. It is almost always a complication of some pre-existing ailment, most frequently of chronic nephritis. It is important for the nurse to be familiar with some of the manifestations of chronic uremia, as thus she can observe changes in the patient, and, what is more, can appreciate their significance. The symptoms to which chronic uremia gives rise will be mentioned under the headings of the various systems of the body. 1. 
cutaneous, itching, may be only slight or else universal and intense. There may be many varieties of skin eruptions. 2. Respiratory. Dyspnea, which may be a. Continuous. b. Paroxysmal. c. Shane Stokes. A period of moderate breathing followed by a period of gradually increasing deep breathing, which in turn gradually fades away and is followed by a period of very shallow breathing. 3. Circulatory. a. High arterial tension. Very commonly occurs, but its absence is by no means invariably a favorable sign. b. Heart failure. Usually myocardial degeneration see chapter on myocarditis common many deaths from this cause c rather slow pulse maybe some irregularity during convulsive seizures of acute uremia pulse may be small soft and rapid four nervous a convulsions these have been described in chronic uremia there may be merely muscular twitchings which never reach the dignity of a convulsion b dimness of vision a sense of a film before the eyes an important symptom of advanced chronic uremia c gradually increasing mental dullness eventually passing into semi-consciousness and coma d headache and giddiness very frequent and very important. Their increase is a bad sign, and their lessening a good sign. 5. Gastrointestinal A. Loss of appetite B. Nausea and vomiting May be the first symptom that attracts attention. May be slight or very intense. C. Hiccup Violent and persistent. A very bad sign. D constipation e diarrhea usually occurs only in last stages prognosis the outlook in uremia is always grave much depends upon the condition existing before uremia developed acute uremia developing in the presence of an acute nephritis offers a better chance for recovery than acute uremia developing on top of a chronic parenchymatous, or chronic interstitial nephritis. Chronic uremia is always serious, and, as in the case of acute uremia, the outlook depends largely upon the pre-existing condition. Usually, complete recovery from chronic uremia is not possible, but often considerable improvement can be obtained and maintained for long periods of time. Treatment the correct treatment of nephritis is the best way of escaping acute or chronic uremia. With the exception of the management of the convulsion, for which chloroform is often necessary, the treatment of acute uremia is identical with that of acute nephritis, and therefore will be dealt with in connection with that disease. The treatment of chronic uremia is identical with that of chronic parenchymatous or chronic interstitial nephritis and will be dealt with under those headings end of chapter 
eleven.